Welcome to Business Matters with host Rob Capello, a podcast where we open the conversation on what matters for business. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First Credit Union, a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Good morning and welcome to our Business Matters live stream. My name is Rob Capello, I'm VP Business Development at Now Media Group and I'll be uh, moderating today's session. Uh, today I'm happy to welcome Brandon McKay to Business Matters. Welcome Brandon. Thank you. Uh, Brandon is a manager of print services at D6 Print Studio, a full service print and signage solution studio serving the Okanagan and beyond and I know we go beyond so we'll talk about that. Uh, and today we're going to talk about paper and ink and so much more. So lots of stuff we're going to cover. So let's get started. So Brandon, before we get into D6 um, and all the things printing that we're going to talk about, uh, and it's funny, I started listing questions today that wanted to go through with you. And I'm like, how am I going to come up with questions for this? And I'm like, I ran out of like, I'm like, we're going to run out of time now. There's so much <laughs> to talk about. But, but why don't you tell me a little bit about your background of how you actually got into printing? So how does someone do that? How does someone get into the printing world? <laughs> there's, um, I mean, there's lots of schooling you can do, but I, I just kind of fell into it. Um, I was studying um, journalism and journalism got me into newspaper layout and the, the production of newspapers. So um, that was kind of my, my gateway. Um, I was studying engineering and then I, I went to uh, the, the printed word after that. So um, I never, uh, never look back. Uh, I'm happy and uh, yeah, I love, uh, I love print. <laughs> it's, for anyone that knows Brandon, I think um, we call him the print nerd. So yeah, he, he definitely loves print for sure. So um, are you from the Okanagan or did you just move to the Okanagan recently? Yeah, I'm from Calgary originally. Um, I moved here eight or so years ago. Um, met my amazing wife and uh, I will, uh, I'll be here for presumably the rest of my life. And, and did you, were you in printing before you came to, uh, to run the D D6 print studio? Yeah, I worked for uh, a couple companies in, in Calgary, um, primarily TransCanada Pipelines. I ran their um, print production facility. Um, yeah. Interesting. So let's, let's talk about D6 then. So um, tell us about D6. How are you different from other print shops? And, uh, and, and, and I even noticed in the name, it's print studio, not print shop. So I think that tells a little bit of sort of how you run the, the, um, the operations there as well. But tell us a little bit about more D6, what you do and, and what the people listening should be, should know about it. Yeah, for sure. I think um, print shop has kind of a negative connotation to it. It's just, uh, you go to Staples, you get something fast and cheap and um, it's just a, a necessity over something that I think you should be excited about. Um, I, I love turning a very, I don't know, just a, a simple digital file into something very beautiful and tangible when you hold it in your hands. Um, and that's, I think what we really try and do here is explore the best possibilities for your project, for um, the application that's gonna be used for, um, just to, like I said, try and make something mundane, absolutely beautiful that somebody will, will notice, um, you'll be happy with, um, and uh, yeah, you'll be happy to display it for, for many years. Um, we have some amazing technology, uh, we have, we can do some stuff that a lot of people can't. So our, 
our yeah our capabilities are, are quite broad um, which really allows us to work with clients um, so that they can come to us with a, a very off-the-wall idea um, something very unique or that they might have been turned away at uh, from other uh, companies um, just because they might not have the capability or, or the interest to, to work with the client um, but then they can come to us and we're really excited about those projects we want to um, push our capability and the equipment's uh, capability to the absolute limit. Um, so just, we want to, we want to do the coolest possible things uh, that we can do here. Um, uh, yeah. So print isn't dead. You hear all the time. That people are saying, <laughs> I'm like, I've got more paper on my desk than I've ever had. So is, is, you know, I think I, a lot of stuff is definitely going digital, but I think it's more, communication kind of everyday stuff but you still need business cards you still need rack cards um uh, we do a lot of magazines and catalogs um and signage for sure like um there will always be a need for signage right um and especially now in a, a covid uh world uh, signage is more important than ever so what's your when we'll, when we'll talk about a lot of those points you said we're going to circle back to but what's your role at d6 i know you probably wear many hats but what what's what's your role yeah, for sure. I, I manage the workflow um, is kind of the, the main thing, um, but I love getting my hands dirty as well. Um, I, yeah, from digital to the, the quality control at the end, I, I kind of do, do everything. So can you speak, you've you mentioned sort of digital a couple of times. So what's the main difference between digital printing and something you'd have to put on a press? So, you know, I've, I've gone tours of print shops or these massive presses and, 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 you know, I've seen the digital facility that you have and it's quite a bit smaller than, a, you know, a standard traditional print shop would be. So what's the difference between the two? Yeah, for sure. Um, we are blessed with a, a very nice digital printer. So um, traditionally a, a, a press, a printing press is uh, quite large. Um, you use actual inks and printing plates to produce, um, albeit very efficiently, um, but um, very large runs um, of, of printed products. Um, there's typically a, a large setup fee for these um, because you have to do a lot of setup. You have to create these plates and, and get things lined up just right so that uh, they come off the press perfect. Um, the, the benefit of what we have as a, a digital printer is um, capability to um, cost effectively do short runs. Um, so we do have minimums, but uh, anything above a minimum is typically uh, very affordable for, for what you get. So um, if you need a run of 10 or 20 uh, magazines or, or brochures or whatever, we can effectively do that. Um, whereas on a press, you will be limited to I mean, there is no limit, but okay. cost effectively, you, you might do 5,000 or 10,000 of something right. to make it cost effective. Whereas with our digital equipment, you could do, like I said, 10 or 20 of something and, and it would be maybe around the same cost. So we're seeing, I know that I've seen a lot where clients don't print thousands of brochures anymore and have them sit in the corner. So that's what you're saying, like you're, they have the ability with the digital printer just to do shorter runs, more maybe more targeted, be able to change it up if you need to, but not having to do these massive runs you have. You, you used to have to print thousands to, to be cost-effective on, on a press. Exactly. Everything's kind of shifting. Well, I, I see it's shifting to a, 
kind of a print-on-demand right. um, society in uh, in commercial things right now. Um, you only print what you need. You don't buy a hundred thousand of something. Yeah, when yeah, thousand right now. Yeah, interesting. Is there a minimum order for digital? Do you typically, or is it really, really based on what the person's printing? It, it is based. Uh, print is so unique that um, it, it's hard for us to have a, a straight across price list for things. Um, we're happy to quote absolutely anything. Um, send us a quote, and uh, we'll get you a price back. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So you mentioned technologies change, and obviously since the printing press was invented, technology has really changed. And I've seen, like I said, the, the need for these massive uh, machines aren't needed as much. And, you know, there, there is a market for it for sure. But so what is the latest and greatest technology you mentioned before that D6 has? Like, well, what's, what's the one thing that, that technology-wise is different than maybe potentially other uh, print shops? Yeah, for sure. Um, on our digital printer um, for traditional paper goods, uh, we have a very exceptional uh, finisher. So you will just load in the paper and it spits out a complete booklet on the other end. So uh, this is very uh, cost-effective because there's no labor involved um, and it's efficient and quick. So we can turn around uh, traditionally uh, large uh, projects that might take a week. Uh, we could possibly even do same day or, or next day. Um, so. Uh, yeah, just turnaround times have been greatly reduced with this uh, amazing finisher. Uh, and then on top of that, we have our flatbed printer, which is kind of our, our pride and joy. Mm -hmm. um, it allows us to print on literally anything. Um, as long as it's flat and under two inches uh, in thickness, uh, we can print on it. Um, so whether you want to do, um, I don't know, I, I've done uh, uh, rugs or... Um, uh, mats to print on a door if you want or a toilet seat like li literally anything we, we can print on it interesting and, and so how, what's the technology it's a, a uv technology correct that you that the flatbed is that's correct you uh it lays down a layer of ink and then it cures it with uv light um so it comes off the printer totally dry you can touch it right away um it's uv resistant so it's less likely to fade in the sun um and it's quite durable um, and it's, it's very cost effective as well compared to a traditional uh, um, wide format printer. So what are some of the things that you're, you're putting through there? I see decals behind you, but is there pretty much anything when you're saying uh, to material, vehicle wraps, traditional real estate signage, like all that sort of stuff goes through the flatbed? Yeah, we can uh, do 99% of the things we would traditionally do on a, a Roland or a traditional wide format printer um, on this uh, new UV flatbed. Um, it allows us to do, yeah, uh, commercial real estate signage very quickly, very inexpensively hmm. um, to, yeah, vehicle wraps um, and everything in between. Interesting. So let's talk a little bit about paper because I know you love paper. I love paper. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So there, there's so many options when it comes to paper and finishes, right? Like literally thousands. Um, so what do you suggest to a client that doesn't know, like, it, you know, I, we have a project, it could be a brochure, it could be whatever, a flat sheet, but does, doesn't know the options they might have. Like, what do you suggest they would do it? And the second part of that question is, what's new and what's the latest and greatest when it comes to paper? What are you seeing out there right now? Yeah, absolutely. There are so many types and it's it's very hard when someone comes to us and says, well, I don't really know what I, what yeah. I need. So I love working with those people um the i think the biggest uh 
an easiest division in paper is do you need to write on it? Um, because that will eliminate half the paper um, that, that you would be focusing on. Um, after that, there's uh, text weight and cover weight. So there's the, the two thick cardstock or the lighter, like a, inside of a book um, kind of sheet of paper. Uh, and then after that, there's infinite finishes. So uh, we have a whole library of sample books here and people are welcome to come in and, and look at our sample books. Uh, we have uh, paper from pretty much every manufacturer out there in a variety of colors and finishes, different textures. Um, and it's, there, there's something about having the paper in your hand. Um, for me to describe it uh, in an email or over the phone just doesn't do it justice. So I really um, encourage people to come down and actually, um, yeah, see, feel it, uh, feel it in your hand and, and experience it um, before you, uh, you commit to something. And in, in, in what are you seeing right now? Is there any trends in paper that you can speak to? Yeah, absolutely. The, the big thing is recyclability or um, responsible, uh, um, responsible paper. Yeah. Everybody's trying to get as much post-consumer waste um, in their paper as possible right now. 30% um, is kind of the standard, um, but we do uh, carry paper up to 100% recycled post-consumer waste. Um, it's this uh, brand new manufacturer uh, producing very nice paper. Um, they have this really cool tool on their website where you enter how much paper you use and it will spit out how many trees you saved, how much water you saved, um, uh, the chemicals that aren't used. Um, and we've seen a lot of people actually put that on the inside cover or the back of their reports. Cool. Um, so it's kind of like a, a little bragging uh, thing for these companies to say, oh, we saved uh, 400 liters of water and, and 40 trees by, by making the responsible choice. Um, which is fantastic. Uh, that's, uh, I implore more companies to do that. Um, Post-consumer waste paper, um, there's simply two downfalls. It's a little bit more expensive. Right. Um, being that, that level of responsible, uh, responsibility with the environment, you're gonna have to pay just a little bit more. Um, and we're happy to quote a traditional paper uh, against a uh, recycled paper anytime. Um, and it's, often a little less white. So um, you have to bleach paper if you want that crisp, crisp white. Um, so recycled papers often have a little bit less bleach um, or potentially no bleach at all. So it's uh, depending on the application, uh, it might be great. It might not be what you're looking for though. Interesting. There's so many options. And I know recycled paper was, when it first came out was, very big, I, I would say, for lack of a better word, a lot of clients were using it. And then it kind of, I don't use the word died off, but it leveled off, but it's, it's nice to hear that it's back. And, and uh, a lot of it was the way that it produced, like the held ink, I guess, for lack of a better word, is that your colors look different on 100% recycled paper than it did on like a coated stock. Um, the, the paper technology has advanced a long yeah. way. That's no longer an issue. So uh, we get asked a lot, what's the difference between coated and uncoated paper? What's layman terms? What's the difference between the two? Yeah, for sure. So uh, coating is a, uh, an application that's applied to the sheet. Um, the, the biggest, I mean, a uh, very simple uh, deviation is it's either matte um, with no sheen to it at all, or you can get a, a gloss or a silk uh, coating. So you think of like a, a regular writing sheet of paper versus a like a glossy magazine or brochure. Um, so that's the, the, the easy way to differentiate the two.
And, and can you run coded or uncoded paper through the digital printer that D6 has? It doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely, you can use both. Um, I actually enjoy uncoded paper uh, quite a bit. It gives it a bit more of a, a natural feel. Um, it has a little bit of a texture compared to a coded uh, sheet. Coded sheets are typically quite smooth. Right. Um, you can get smooth uncoated paper as well, but it's just the slightest bit rough compared to a coated sheet. And it feels really great in the hand, feels very organic, very natural. Um, it's a, a great option. Interesting. Um, given sort of the needs of businesses right now, uh, having to operate during the pandemic, is there types of materials that, that clients can use that are maybe easier to wipe down or anything like that, given sort of the situation we are with COVID? Is there, is there anything like that that comes to mind? Um, there's lots of things we can do. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. For our signage, uh, we have... Uh, numerous laminates that we can apply to it. Um, this would allow you to wipe it down with uh, pretty much any uh, chemical cleaner um, and it would uh, maintain the, the quality. Right. Um, we, we do um, uh, acrylic prints as well. Um, okay. You have to be careful what you clean acrylic with, but um, it, it is definitely cleanable. Um, so yeah, there, there's options. It really depends on the application, um, what you're looking for, but uh, there's there's options we can explore for sure. How about, I know I've seen um, uh, synthetic, I believe, menus. Is that, I don't know if I'm using the right term, but is, yeah. that, is, that, is that where, you know, it almost looks like it's laminated already that you can, restaurants could be easily clean it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a, a kind of a new technology in, in paper um, and the stuff they're producing now is really, really nice. So. Um, synthetic paper is paper made from plastic. Um, typically, it's not recyclable, so it's not uh, a uh, environmental uh, uh, thing, but um, it is reusable, which is nice. So you may go through, I don't know, 100 paper menus at a restaurant in a day now, um, whereas you can just wipe down these uh, synthetic paper menus. Um, they are unterrible, they're waterproof, um, scratch resistant. Um, and you can do some very cool things with them. Um, they're a, a great option because uh, they should, in theory, last forever. Yeah. And what about um, helping uh, businesses right now with a lot? You know, obviously, I see floor decals everywhere, window, like all that sort of stuff. So there's, uh, and, and again, not big runs of it. They might need half dozen or a dozen floor decals, but that's something that. Um, D6 can help with plus help the type of material you might need for durability on a floor decal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that sort of stuff is just huge right now. Um, and we excel at helping those small businesses. Um, like I said before, we, we have no kind of minimum for this stuff um, for, for quantities. So uh, if your store needs five or 10 floor decals, we can definitely do that for you. Um, but then we have capability to do large runs as well. Um, there's there's so many materials you can use. Um, we have our, our traditional floor decals. Everyone's seen these. Um, there's short-term versions and long-term versions. Um, and the, the, the price uh, relates that as well. Um, floor decals are big. Um, we do a lot of banner stands or sandwich boards um, for people coming into a business uh, so that you can state your, your procedures or whatever needs to be done or just customer aware of how you want to conduct business these days. Um, once your customer is in the store, there's lots of uh, really cool new materials coming out uh, that can help um, 
get your message across, whether that be regular store signage or, or specifically COVID signage. Um, we have some cool things here. Um, we have this material called Clingzy, and it's a static cling that clings to everything. Um, it's statically charged, and you can just pop it on any surface, um, and it'll just stick to it. Um, there's very little it won't stick to. Uh, it's fully repositionable, and uh, the charge is uh, estimated to last for a year. Um, wow. So for that kind of short uh, to medium-term signage, it's uh, it's great. Uh, it's very cost-effective as well. Um, we do have uh, low-tack material as well. Um, so this is a little bit more uh, permanent, um, but it's still repositionable. Um, very easy for someone at a, a store level, like an employee, uh, to install. It doesn't require uh, us to come out to install it for you. Um, and then we have this really cool material called Spot On. Let's see if I can show the camera. <laughs> uh, it has all yeah. these little bumps on it. Yeah. So this is a kind of like a medium to long-term application. quite sticky, but it goes on super, super easy. So <laughs> once again, installable by a floor level employee, um, but there's no risk of air bubbles, which in traditional installations right. is the biggest thing. That's when uh, someone like me has to come out and actually install it for, for a client. Um, this stuff will last for pretty much as long as you want it up there. Um, and it's clean removed, so there's no damage to the underlying substrate as well. Um, oh, cool. so, these items could go on your uh, your tills or uh, acrylic around the tills, um, uh, desks, walls, literally anything. Anywhere you want signage, uh, there's a material where you can put it. That's very neat. And there's so much more. And, and before we jump into more questions, I did want to mention that if anyone's you know wanting to do a tour of D6, reach out to Brandon, can show you the equipment, show you all the different material, all the samples, lots of samples. And, and I know that you love challenging jobs and, mm -hmm. and, and you're able to typically find solutions for it. So just reach out in, in people because it's nice seeing. And I actually, I saw that one you just put up, I think it's a $10 margarita jug. So we should go there. <laughs> um, some rapid fire questions for you. So these sure. are some typical questions. I got about four or five that we might hear that uh, people are asking. So um, will the, 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 my colors look the same as what I see on the screen. <laughs> uh, sometimes, typically not. Um, <clears throat> each device uh, displays and produces color kind of to its own specification. So uh, we put a lot of time and effort into making sure that the colors come out as expected. Um, there's uh, the biggest color management system is called Pantone. Um, Pantone colors are used by all printers uh, around the world and it's very easy to uh, to match them to an expected value. And that's the biggest thing. If you see something on your screen, it's gonna be different from someone else's screen. It'll look different on your phone versus the printed product. So right. there's a universal standard for colors um, called Pantone, Pantone color swatches. And uh, we have books, so um, you can come in if you're trying to match a color, we can look at our book and we get the actual value for that color. And then we can match that color to um, a digital file or to um, to the printed product. Um, we also have a spectrometer. It's this really cool device where we can take a existing printed uh, piece and we scan the color 
and we can get uh, the color values out of it so that we can uh, down the road reproduce um, uh, that color from an existing printed piece. Very cool. Um, yeah. Is that taking your paint swatch to Home Depot or somewhere saying that you want, or Benjamin Moore, that you want to match colors? So. Exactly. Yeah, there's a recipe for for that paint. Uh, there's a recipe for the colors uh, being produced on the printer, same sort of thing. Is, um, is white considered a printing color? Uh, to a lot of people, no, but to us, absolutely. <laughs> um, we're very lucky that our flatbed printer has white ink capability. Um, so white ink is just that, it's, it's ink that's white. Um, we use it for numerous uh, applications. Um, the biggest thing is that you can, well, you can print on darker items. So we can print on a black material or a, a just any darker material. We will back the printed area with white ink and then we print your actual print on top of that. So that where traditionally, if we print it on a, a black piece of metal or something, the ink is very muddled, it's very dark, um, but we can back that with white and it comes out very bright, very vibrant. Um, the second thing is we can print on translucent materials mm -hmm. and make some things translucent and some things not translucent. Um, so whether it be um, privacy screenage or um, just beautiful artwork or displays, um, double-sided signage is a, a big thing as well. So you can um, print uh, one thing on one side, do white in the middle, and then do a print on the other side. Right. So that you can, in theory, get two unique prints on a single sheet of, of transparent material. Interesting. Yeah, who would have thought, eh, that white is so much you can do with white. So, um, What sort of file format should be submitted for best quality print? Uh, PDFs are ideal in pretty much every, uh, every aspect. Um, if people have a existing working file from a Adobe application, um, we're, we're happy to take that as well. Um, Word documents, Excel spreadsheets, things like that, they never translate quite perfectly. It's a lot better than it has been, but if anything is different about our version of Word or the fonts that we're using, um, it can really kind of just explode. It, it doesn't work properly. Um, so if you can make anything a PDF, that's what we would uh, love to see from you. Perfect. Um, you mentioned installs. So does D6 do installs for vehicle wrap signage, uh, backlit signage, any of that sort of stuff? Is, is, does, does D6 manage and handle that side? Yeah, absolutely. There's very little we won't install. Um, we have a, a huge base to do vehicle installs right here on site. Uh, we can go to your location as well um, to do uh, vehicle installs. Um, and then, yeah, traditional signage, we absolutely do. Um, uh, yeah, billboards, road signage, we can install uh, all the way down to uh, in-store display, or we could do your floor decals, anything like that, uh, we can definitely install. Awesome. Um, are clients able to see physical proofs or sample pr printing before hitting go on a full run? Yeah, absolutely. We definitely encourage it, especially on larger runs. Um, if it's a small run, we're happy to uh, to produce uh, just via an email proof, uh, right. digital proof. Uh, but on a larger run, we definitely encourage a uh, sign off on a printed proof, right. and we're happy to produce that for you. Awesome. And last one of the the rapid fire questions is: How quickly can I get a quote, and what do you need before you provide a quote? Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> we try and return uh, quotes to you within twenty four hours. Um, sometimes it might be a little more, more complex. Uh, it might require 
us bringing in a material or working with someone else um, to complete the project. So it might take a little bit longer in that case, but typically we'll, we'll get it to you as soon as humanly possible. Um, what we need, we need the big things. We need quantity. <laughs> we need to know sizes of things. We need to know how many we got to print. <laughs> <laughs> People often say, I need some brochures. Can you print yeah. these? <laughs> okay. How many do you need? <laughs> um, so yeah, quantity, sizes of things. Um, just to verify, often files come uh, at an incorrect size. So we need to know, uh, should this be printed at 200% or, uh, or is the scale correct? That kind of thing. And then uh, what you want it printed on. Um, like I said, there, there's so many different papers. Uh, right. Just to say, I, I don't know, you, you decide for me. I don't really want to do that for you. I want to make sure that you're happy with exactly what you get. So um, yeah, quantity, size, and material, those are the big three. So if, if a client doesn't have the capability to provide proper bleeds or proper sizing, does, do you, does D6 offer that service to help clients with, with layout design and so forth as well? Yeah, absolutely. We have designers on site that can help you with that. Um, even right from the ground up, um, we can start a brand new project for you um, and uh, get that set up. Uh, but if you have an existing design uh, that just needs a little bit too, of, uh, of tuning, we can definitely do that for you as well. Great. Um, over the last, I don't know, say year, is there a specific project that really stands out for you? Something that you're like, I mean, I'm sure you're proud of a lot of the stuff that's gone out of there, but you're extra proud of that you're like, that, that was a great project to work on. It's we do so many things, it's hard to pick just one. I really think it's cool. I see so many of our vehicles driving down the street saying, oh, I wrapped that one, no, I wrapped that one. That's really neat. Um, the, I think the most memorable one, um, we're working with a, uh, a foundation mm -hmm. in Kelowna called the Child Advocacy Center. Yeah. And uh, they help, uh, help children. And we, they have a, a very beautiful playroom and in this playroom, we installed 10 spindles mm -hmm. with uh, this beautiful artwork on each side. So as you turn the spindles, uh, you can kind of produce unique mm -hmm. uh, arrangements of these, these works of art. Um, but they were 12 feet tall, uh, acrylic, and it just turned out so, so well. The colors were so beautiful um, and the artwork was stunning. And just a yeah, it's a beautiful installation for these children. It was a, a great project to do. That's awesome. Well, I'm sure there's probably like every week you're doing something that, and, and I love what you said though that when you when you see your what you've done in the community, if it's a vehicle wrap or signage, whatever, it's pretty cool to say, hey, we did that. So it's pretty. Yeah, cool. my, my 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 wife is sick of that. Saying, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You've installed everything. <laughs> um, have you seen anything lately that? That's super cool that you're like, um, you know what, this is like, I'd love to bring this into, into our clients or this future of print. Have you seen anything, I don't know if it's paper wise or machine wise or anything you've seen or heard that's, that's sort of different? There's lots of new materials coming out now. Um, I don't know if they've just pushed paper as far as they can and they're just trying to do uh, something new. Um, the, the coolest paper uh, revolution now is um, unique recycled materials. Mm. So uh, we now have access to paper made from 100% recycled jeans, 100% uh, recycled t-shirts. And this is whatever they do to it, it turns out to be actual paper. Um, and it's totally printable on a regular printer. Uh, and it's, it's so unique, it's so beautiful. 
um, the, the genes one has kind of a, a blue uh, hue to it. Uh, and you can see the fibers in there. Um, it, it's absolutely stunning. Uh, also paper from recycled hemp and uh, recycled wheat. Um, there's a lot of wheat that isn't collected uh, when they go and harvest it. So this company now comes in, collects whatever excess uh, waste uh, there is for the wheat and uh, produces this beautiful kind of yellow golden hued paper. Um, and once again, you see the actual grain fiber in it uh, and it's, it produces the most beautiful uh, print you can imagine. Um, <laughs> beyond that, there's lots of new vinyls coming out. Um, there's uh, a big push for metallics right now. Um, I don't know if I have a sample. Uh, we can now produce amazing prints on our flatbed. So we have a massive sheet of metallic vinyl and you cover up all the vinyl except for the little sections you want to stand out. Ooh. So traditionally you would add this metallic foil to an existing piece, whereas now the whole thing is metallic and we're just covering up the things we want to cover. Mm -hmm. um, so you can have these beautiful little accents of this uh, shiny gold, shiny uh, rose gold, silver stand out on these prints. Um, so you could do uh, really beautiful wall displays uh, with this metallic where you wouldn't be able to do before. Interesting. Um, we have um, uh, into the recycled materials uh, thing again or I guess more importantly, recyclable materials. Um, we now have recyclable exterior signage. Um, traditionally signage is done on coroplast, um, which is that corrugated plastic material that you see everywhere. Uh, lawn signs, election signs, that sort of thing. Um, and the unfortunate thing is that is not recyclable. Um, every election sign you see, the majority of them are just thrown in the landfill. Um, we now have this material called Mako board, uh, Mako like the shark, right. um, that is paper-based board that is water resistant. Mm. So it's good for up to six weeks. Uh, so for your short to medium term uh, signage needs, um, we can print on it. It can be outdoors, it can get wet. And uh, once you're done with it, you can just throw it in your blue bin uh, to be recycled. Um, so it's a, a fantastic option. And it's, uh, it is quite affordable. It's about the same cost as chloroplast. Um, so you don't have to uh, spend a lot to make a eco-conscious decision. Interesting, so, so much stuff. I didn't even know about the gene stuff. So gee, that's, that's crazy how much there is. So there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot there. So again, I encourage people that want to know more is to reach out to Brandon and book a tour of, of the print studio. Cause then you can, you can actually see this material and touch it and feel it. and, and 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 see kind of some of some that's been printed there's some samples so um i would definitely encourage you guys to kind of reach out and book a tour so but before we sign off um i know you're a wine lover and oh and by the way does the do, do you print labels as well like could could uh, um, a client reach out to do any wine or beer or any of that sort of labels yeah absolutely um d depending on your requirements uh, we could definitely do some uh wine and beer labels in house for you um, if you're just doing a homebrew and you want your own uh, unique yeah. label for that, we're happy to help you out with that as well. Um, so yeah, that's definitely within our wheelhouse. So being the wine lover you are, it's the end of the week and you're putting your feet up and sitting on 
the patio, having a glass of wine. What are you drinking right now? What's your favorite wine? Oh boy, it's it's so hard. <laughs> um, what? Uh, oh, there's a new um, there's a new beverage that Saxon Winery is trying to pilot. Um, Portugal um, is looking for a reason for people to drink port in the summer. So Portugal is now pushing people to add port um, in with tonic water. And it produces a beautiful, beautiful summer drink. Um, so refreshing, but you still have this beautiful port flavor. Um, I recommend everybody try it. Equal parts port, equal parts tonic, a um, couple ice cubes and you're, you're good to go. Would have thought they would have got a drink recipe out of this session today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you, Brandon. Thanks for taking the time. I did want to mention that I know D6 just recently launched their Instagram account. And um, for anyone that's listening, please go give it a follow because I think they're giving away some artwork as well. I don't know if that happened yet, but I know there'll be other giveaways and, and a place where to post a lot of stuff that Brandon is talking about will be posted on there, some of the work as well. So again, Brandon, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Um, I know you're busy, so thanks for sharing all your knowledge of printing and paper. And again, I encourage people just to book a tour and go talk to Brandon and learn about all the products and stuff we can do. So um, again, Brandon, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Rob. So everyone, uh, have a great day today and uh, thanks for tuning in to Business Matters. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Matters with host Rob Capello. If you're interested in being on the show, reach out to us and join the conversation.